Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of The Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you're with me on another day. This is going to be the theme this time of year, I think, moving forward uh, until the calendar changes. We're talking portal, portal edition for football, portal edition for baseball, both good and both important, and we got to talk about it. Especially, I need to talk about it because I have done nothing aside from doing a, a bunch of show prep today, of course, Reading about the live PGA Tour thing, which is not a merger, by the way, it, it, it complicated. We're not going to talk about it here, so it doesn't matter. And then now uh, about my beloved Zion. Uh, carefully, if you want to read about it, carefully uh, search on Twitter, just the name Zion. Um, but it is very inappropriate for work. I, oh, gosh. God bless him. Anyway, so we're not, I, I need a distraction from the news today. And so we'll talk about transfer portal pickups on this edition again of the Rebel Report. My name is Michael Borky. Again, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. B O R K E Y is how you spell the last name. I don't have any clever creative names because I am neither of those things. And wherever you get your podcasts, pull out that podcast app, search Rebel Report, subscribe, leave a rating, and a review if you like what you. Here, so let's start with football, then we'll transition to baseball. Football, yet again, gets another defensive back transfer. Ole Miss has done a lot of that lately. They got one from Tulane recently. They got one from UCF recently. Uh, I mean, we've already talked about the defensive linemen with, uh, or in great length, I should say. We've already talked about the Liberty transfer in great length. They just keep adding on the defensive side of the ball, and they needed to. And they needed to, and they got another one. Uh, Teja Young is his name. He is a Florida Atlantic transfer. Uh, I Obviously, there'd be a familiarity there, considering Lane Kiffin uh, was his coach, at least for a period of time. So he hits the transfer portal. He hen- uh, ends up at Ole Miss. Got seven interceptions in his career, and I think four of which uh, were returned for touchdowns. Also three forced fumbles, for what it's worth and has recorded stats in five different college football seasons. 2018, he had three tackles. 2019, 15. 2020, 36. 2021, 58. And 2022, 47. Again, recorded stats in five different college football seasons. And as I said before uh, with Sakari Franklin, this is... The, the kind of portal pickup that that I love. It's it's easier for the staff to evaluate guys like this when they have a ton of film on them. And no, the, the league that he has played in at FAU is not anywhere close to the SEC, but at least you know what he's capable of. And in those five years, he has played games against good teams. It's not like he's exclusively played uh, against you know that schedule over a a five-year period of time. For example, he played at Purdue last year. They're able to put that on film and see, you know, what that looks like. I I believe Florida Atlantic also, uh, here, let me switch to 2020, was it 2021 they played at Ohio State? I I should have had this pulled up uh, already. No, they played at Florida. 
in 2021, and he had 10 tackles in the game against Florida. So they have film on guys like this to know whether or not their game transfers. It's easier, I assume, to evaluate guys like this because they have it on film. They know how good they can be, and it's a veteran guy. So he's been in college for five years. I assume what he's got to be at least 22 years old, maybe even approaching 23 years old. Um, that That is significant to me. I think when you're trying to – fill positions of need this late in the process, having guys that have been in college for a long time that you would hope and assume are more mature can handle that tra- uh, transition better. So it's a late pickup, but but it's an interesting one. Again, seven interceptions, I think four of which went back uh, for, for, for touchdowns for him. Um, it's a good pickup, and they've had a spring – filled or a post spring, I should say, filled with good pickups on defense. Now, again, it's all, can this translate to this level? Does, uh, although, you know, the Tulane transfer, um, I, I think they expect to end up being a really, really good player. I mean, you know, they don't assign players that they think are bad, but you, you don't know if AAC football is going to translate to the SEC. You don't know if Conference USA football is going to translate to the SEC. But they have a spring filled with guys that have a ton of film, a, a ton of experience playing this game for many years. Uh, again, f- five college football seasons. Five college football seasons this guy has played. That's a, that's a ton. And, and the same thing applies to Zachary Franklin. The same thing applies to Isaac Ukwu. The same thing applies... Uh, to Stefan Wynn. These are a bunch of dudes that they have added on defense that have played a lot of football. Do they have like the super high end talent on this iteration of Pete Golding's defense to like, you know, be a top 25 defense or whatever? Maybe not. But I do like the experience in the room, if nothing else. And, and that does matter, especially when you consider this. There is something that I'm concerned about. I had a friend ask me this yesterday, actually. Um, like what? What I'm concerned about with this team? Where Where do I think that they uh, can come up short and fail? And my answer uh, was continuity. And maybe that's not even the right word to use here. But uh, I'm I'm worried with this team. Not so much that there was roster turnover. I mean, uh, what was it? It's like twenty percent of the roster is a transfer portal guy in this cycle. But you cycle. 25 players roughly in and out of a college football team every year. Um, But Ole Miss obviously is on the more extreme end. But it's specifically these defensive guys, can they come in? And don't forget, they've got to like move to town and they've got to like get enrolled in classes and then establish themselves in this new place. They've got to move. They've got to join the team. They've got to get acclimated with the team. And they've got to learn a new system and play, and they're asking a lot of these guys to to play and be impactful while joining the team in June or, or late May. And the season starts, as you guys know, in the on the first Saturday of September. That is something that I will be watching closely, and I assume a lot of you will be watching closely as well. With this particular team, it's on paper in the spring portal window. They got better. They they may have gotten a, a win better. Hell, possibly even two, depending on what you thought about this team going into the spring transfer portal window. Uh, But on paper, they have improved the defensive depth chart. 
again, using that term loosely, tremendously. They have improved it tremendously on paper. Uh, but will those guys come in and acclimate and learn the system and be the impactful players that they need them to be right away? And if they do that, that seven and a half over looks really good. If they don't, there there may be some problems. But that's the thing I'm watching for the most that I'm curious about the most that we'll ask about at SEC Media Days uh, and, and five different ways to to wonder how this team that has added two quarterbacks in the offseason, I expect Jackson Dart to be the starter, but he may not. Team that has added two quarterbacks, one that is deeply ingrained in the competition, at least we think he is, uh, that has added help at wide receiver, that has added a tight end, that has added offensive line help. All these guys they expect to play. And now they've added all of this help on the defensive side of the ball. Where are you in terms of cohesion, uh, culture, whatever you want to call it, whatever adjective you want to use, whatever noun, I guess, is actually the right word. Uh, I'm a English minor, and that really says a lot about Ole Miss, doesn't it? Uh, but whatever you want to use, joking, of course, my education was phenomenal. I'm the failure, not the people that gave me the education. Um, but no, that that's what I'm concerned about, is will this group be able to come together, learn a system, acclimate, even things like like each other. Will, will they like each other? Will they bond? Because as you guys know, football is more than just showing up and playing and knowing where to go. There, there's other emotional factors that go into being a really good football team. In a short time, can these new guys that they need to play and play well acclimate and, and be a part of this team? That is the difference in my eyes from then going under that seven and a half and going over that seven and a half is will they acclimate? Because on paper, they got better. I think that down the road, if the coaching staff stays intact, really meaning Lane Kiffin and Pete Golding, if they stay intact down the road, you're going to see more talented defenses than this one. This might be the least talented defense Pete Golding will ever field at Ole Miss based on how they're recruiting and how that's going. But I do think on paper, they got better on paper. They can be competitive. However, will they translate? Will they acclimate? Will they assimilate? Whatever eight word you want to use, that's the difference between this team having a successful season and, and not one because I think the other side of the ball is going to be just fine. Um, never count out a Kiffin offense regardless, but when you turn quarterback, leading rusher in the SEC, four of the five offensive linemen, and he portaled well there. Um, Upgraded at tight end, and Trigg is back. And you added two wide receivers that caught a 1,000 yards worth of passes last year. Watkins is healthy again. Suddenly, you know, the, there's very little reason to question what they're going to be able to do offensively. So the difference to me is the other side, and uh, of course we will see. But good pickup. The strategy makes sense. They have added a ton of guys that have played a lot a lot of football, and um, that matters. That's significant for uh, for sure. So the podcast is brought to you by Vantage Business Systems as we turn the page to baseball. ABSMS.com is the website. ABSMS.com, if your business is in the market for office technology and you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, check them out again. ABSMS.com, Advantage Business Systems, has you covered 
If you tell them I sent you, by the way, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. For all of your office technology needs, Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They've got 16 locations uh, scattered across the state of Mississippi, and their online banking is a one-stop shop, so you don't need multiple apps to do everything when it comes to managing and sending your money and paying bills and setting alerts and all of that good stuff. All you need is your internet connection, and that is it, instead of having multiple apps like uh, my previous bank. They also have local loan servicing and decision-making, so it's somebody that you sit down with face-to-face that you can talk to in person instead of on Zoom or on the phone. So check them out. Priority One Bank, making you their priority. So this offseason is going to be a fascinating one for baseball. We've talked about that many, many times. The things that need to happen to this roster are, it's vital. I mean, this offseason is vital uh, for Mike Bianco. There's got to be a, not philosophical change, because he's a really good baseball coach and he wins and they have a winning culture, but some things have to change and we've gone over that many, many times. For what it's worth, if it's comforting, apparently that is known. Uh, within the program, that there's not going to be a resistance uh, to that, that 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 Mike Bianco is well aware of what happened last season and why it happened, and he's he's apparently, according to somebody I talked to yesterday, very well aware of what he needs to do to fix it, and it's attacking heavily the transfer portal. And yesterday was a really good start for that. Trayson Hughes uh, from Mercer. And by the way, Mercer has had uh, a great recent track record of players, their high-level players transferring out and performing well at a better conference. Mississippi State had one recently, for example, that that ended up being great for them. Uh, and he transferred out of Mercer. He's an outfielder, is Trayson Hughes. Um, he's listed at 185. Yeah, he, he is... He's a, a little bit skinny, but his numbers are uh, are very, very impressive. So his freshman season in 2022, he hit 317 uh, as a freshman with um, 14 home runs, slugged at 576, struck out 44 times in 224 at-bats. This year, the powers numbers were down slightly, but everything else was significantly better. Hit just .001 shy of hitting 390. Uh, this season in 203 at bats uh, had 14 doubles, nine home runs, 48 RBI slugged at 591. And here's the important thing. Only struck out 33 times in those 203 uh, at bats and gets on base over half the time, stole nine bases uh, as well. So uh, this is a quality pickup. One of the better players in the portal uh, did not have an error in 121 attempts uh, a year ago. And, you know, as you know, as as an outfielder, most of those attempts aren't really all that difficult. But still, uh, this is a very important pickup for Mike Bianco and and, an excellent start in what needs to be kind of a heavy uh, portal offseason, as you guys know. But this is a very important start, a very good start. Brought him in for a visit, got him in town, and he committed, like, basically right away. And and he'll start and, and be vital for this team Next year, I don't know what position he's going to play. Uh, there's some talk about Groff possibly returning. Um, so he could either be TJ McCants' uh, replacement in right, uh, which 
you would hope and think that this will add a significantly better bat um, in that spot. And then we'll see what they do elsewhere in the outfield. But still, uh, a very good pickup. There's been some questions about NIL and, and the availability of it for baseball this year for Ole Miss. I was told yesterday uh, that they have allocated a certain amount of money uh, for baseball in the portal, and it is not insignificant. I don't know if it's going to be as much as LSU. Hell, I don't even know if it's going to be as much as Arkansas. But I do know that if the number I was told yesterday that has been allocated for baseball is accurate, Ole Miss uh, will have very few programs that that are capable of spending more on baseball than them. So I don't know if that's encouraging to you or not. I'm always a I'll believe it when I see it kind of guy when it comes to NIL money and how much they have and and things like that. But if what I was told yesterday is accurate, they've, they've got some money to spend. And there are very few programs that would be willing to spend more uh, than what I heard, at least generally speaking. Anyway, we'll see how much the, the landscape changes. But they've got some allocated for baseball for sure. I don't know about this situation with this individual player, uh, but this is a good sign. This is a good start for for Mike Bianco uh, and Ole Miss. They, they desperately needed a player like this, and they got him. And again, I'm telling you, Mercer has a recent track record of guys taking that next step and performing really, really well. And when you get a 390 hitter, um, then, then you've got something. You, you've you've got something here uh, for for sure. So anyway, uh, good pickups both in football and in baseball. Appreciate you guys checking out the podcast as always, and I'll talk to you again on the next one. You'll have a good rest of your week. Probably uh, talk to you again uh, sometime tomorrow. So we'll uh, we'll see you then. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.